What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. On your soul. What it do, fam? Welcome to episode three of the Broadly Specific, aka the BS Podcast, a Fifth Amendment production. I'm your host, Smooth1126. This is the podcast that gives you a genuinely precise opinion of how I see the world with vaguely distinct attempts to keep you informed and entertained. That sentence doesn't make any sense, nor does the world we live in, so that's a sign that we have started the show. How are y'all doing? Man. We have made it to episode three. God damn. I think that deserves a huge pat. Actually, let me let me get a round of applause. Let's get a round of applause for that. I deserve that. Like I told y'all, man, shit, it's time to celebrate. That means I'm actually doing something with my time. I didn't think it would ever happen, but god damn it, you're listening to my voice. And actually, I gotta say, man, I got a, we got a little audience going. I've been looking at some metrics. Uh, and, uh, yeah, man, I'm international. I got some people in Europe listening. <laughs> I never figured that would ever happen, but hey, this is the, the internet age. So we're more than connected than ever. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to give this out. Um, we have definitely made it to episode three. We got a lot to talk about. Um, so much. So I don't even know where to start. Um, I was kind of compelled to, uh, record maybe a little bit later to do one at the end of the month. Uh, just because, you know, I got a real job. I got other shit to worry about, <laughs> so I've been trying to, you know, position my time wisely and what I can do, you know, handling this and then doing the nine to five stuff and then just trying to keep my sanity at the same time, but um, just a lot of news and a lot of energy in the air right now, a lot of stuff has happened, I'm recording as of uh, September 24th, um, man, the weather actually is better like in in Austin man we it's been gloomy for like the last five days like the sun didn't even come out it was raining and it just stayed cloudy you know um but it's that time of year we're in that transitional season we're starting to fall and the forecast man the sun came out today and they're saying it's going to be out for at least the next week so I'm enjoying it I already got more energy um so a lot of stuff uh going on um got uh, some more segments uh, that we'll we'll tie into just trying to expand um, some of the things I would like to talk about you know as far as my my opinion is concerned and um, you know just keeping it real chill you know like I said broadly specific you know how we do Um, so this past couple weeks have been really interesting Um, been doing a lot of reading Uh, been doing a lot of writing too and just trying to get organized i had kind of set out this time of year to have all the months through july towards november kind of have a theme of what i wanted to focus on and without getting into details september was about structure and god damn it i know i'm someone who really 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 needs it because i i don't have it like i'm kind of a squirrel kind of dude when it comes to 
just trying to have a focus you know if i can get in a, in a grind mode i can focus on that but like if there's too many things or juggling i just get scatterbrained like i can't focus on anything so i made it a real real concerted effort to make sure that i can build some some structure so having to write write that down start plotting and planning has really really helped me um into the next month which is theme is, is about organization so you know getting that structure structure in place and then organizing what you can that's what i'm trying to gear up for and uh so far so good i don't think we would be on episode three if the shit wasn't going well <laughs> but uh i'll do enough riffing throughout the show so i want to kind of start on some stuff uh this episode i, I definitely want to kind of keep it lighthearted. but again some this bullshit is going on in this country that i just as a black man, I just can't ignore, man. Like, I can't. Like, I I try to, and I do my best to change my energy, but uh, we're going to uh, jump into uh, just the lack of indictments in the uh, Breonna Taylor case, and um, just, we'll save that for the end of the show. But for now, we'll keep it lighthearted. <laughs> uh, so... I want to go ahead and start early with uh, the first segment, as always, Man Boobs. Got to get that done, of course. Um, so, Man Boobs, this 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 episode actually has been kind of good, man. I've um, I've done a pretty good, steady workout routine uh, in the mornings. Um, I've been getting up, man. I've been getting up like at 4.30, about 4.30. Um, I had this, I probably need to turn this into another episode. I'm such a huge music fan, and um, I went back and revisited Jay-Z's 444 album. And there's so much stuff that I've uncovered with that. But I'm, he was when he was talking about how he was making the album, he kept seeing this time on the clock. Like he would wake up in the middle of the night, or in the afternoon, he would always see this number. Uh, I translated that as like for me to even see that number i gotta be up <laughs> with some kind of purpose to actually see that shit because otherwise i'm sleeping uh so anyway um for the last uh week and a half i've been getting up and doing pretty much a 5k doing a jog and walk walk jog uh in the morning with a 15 pound weighted vest just so i can have some cardio and with my uh, commute, man, like catching that train, I got to be on time in the morning. So it's best to get that stuff early. Cause by the time I get home, I don't have any energy at, like at all. And in combination with that, I'm doing the old man diet. Cause I am gearing up for a five day fast. Um, I'm not sure if y'all remember on the previous episodes said that fasting has been something that I've really incorporated into my lifestyle, um, over the last uh, few months, basically since I've been in Austin, um, actively, um, trying to master that so this will be my third time and i did it the first time man i was excited I, I got through it the second time it was even harder but you know i felt i felt you know great um but i took i took the month of august off so um i'm gonna jump back on it this month so i try to plan out the last month of uh, each month just so i can gear myself up so haven't been really drinking any alcohol, no other su substances, 
and just trying to stay clean and then eating one meal a day pretty much uh, when I get home. So like around 637, that's that's pretty much my only meal of the day. Everything else throughout the day, I'm just I'm drinking tea. So my, my workout is fasted. Um, and actually, it's, it's better that way, man. I don't have to have food that's like weighing me down. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I don't even know how I used to do that, man. I would have to wake up. I would wake up and I think the first thing I need to do is eat. Now, I don't even. Mm -mm. I take a shot of apple cider vinegar, which is nasty. I mean, it's good for you, but every day I say fuck that shit. I have to hold my nose <laughs> to make sure that shit goes down. Uh, but uh, I, I, that's the only thing I'm, I'm taking that and water. And then the rest of the day is just like some tea. I'm on some oolong tea. So uh, that's been good. Um, the old mad diet is, is, is something that you definitely have to work up to. Um, but I'm at a point now where I can do that automatically. I just I don't even have any hunger cravings. I don't have a um, a midday like drag my energy to stays even kill, which actually I was drinking coffee last week and that was kind of really getting me jittery. So I had to I had to switch back uh, on there. But we just had a bunch of free free coffee in the office, so I couldn't pass that up. But it's been really good. Hopefully this uh, next. I mean, today is Thursday, so I'll be starting on Sunday. Hopefully, I'll be um, I'll be geared up. But I am gonna have a fuck it Friday, fifth fuck it Friday. <laughs> uh, tomorrow is even whatever. I think brisket might be on the menu. Uh, and don't get me wrong, man. You, I, I'm not trying to kill myself. I'm actually trying to better myself. So I've been definitely eating uh, some other some other options. I even. Um, I've been eating mainly, uh, I would say vegan. I haven't really had that much meat, um, but I did have a, a cheat meal. And uh, actually, I went and tried the homie's new burger, Travis Scott's. Uh, I call it the Cactus Jack Big Mac. Or <laughs> actually, it's a quarter, it's really a quarter pounder with some bacon on it. But you know what? I respect the hustle. He gonna put his name on it. I don't know how much money he's getting out of that shit. But hey, I gotta support H Town you know, till I die, so, I mean, I was fucking with it, I ate it, it was six bucks, go out there, I mean, if you like McDonald's, I know a lot of people shit on that shit, but I was raised on it, I'm sorry, it's, it's part of my DNA at this point, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, with all that being said, I'm not putting myself in a position where it's causing too much stress on my body, but at the end of the day, that's what a fast is, but you just have to make sure that you can tolerate it, and it's at your pace, so, Hopefully, um, I'll have a good experience with it. Um, day three is the day that I'm really dreading because usually that's when your body kicks into that that different mode of really processing energy in a different way. You know, people call it the keto flu or you're going through a detox or um, like it just it, it sucks. It's basically your body starting to use the fat versus the food that you're presenting it with, which typically is loaded with carbs. Well, the shit I like to eat. So yeah, that day three, brutal. But after that, I should be straight. I'll let y'all know uh, <laughs> how that works out. And um, to really uh, help me understand or kind of just give me a, some guidelines, I've still been reading that book, uh, The Fat Burn Fix, um, which um, don't have anything new to report. It's actually some stuff that I've already I'm already privy to. But it's kind of like a review for me to make sure that um, I'm eating the right kind of foods, 
and I'm not psyching myself out because sometimes, man, it's hard to, to track what you eat because you get so busy in the day. But that's why I do the, the one meal a day that, that lets me know I can really focus on what I need and I don't have to worry about, oh, what did I snack on today? That kind of shit. Because I'll eat a whole bag of uh, potato chips and for, just forget about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is, I don't know, man. That's just... I don't know, my, my left titty just eats it up, just like, just stores it right there, and I don't even remember. <laughs> but um, speaking of that Fat Burn Fix book, I've also also been reading some other books, uh, so I'll go into that that segment right now and uh, on what i am actually been reading. Get your act together, keep your mind on the books and off the gal. Uh, so I've been, um, I told you I was reading the rise, the grind, uh, rise and grind by, uh, Damon John. I thought I was, I told you I was going to finish it by the end of the, the month and it actually got pretty good at the end of the book. Um, he has some good stories in there and I finished it probably about a week back and, uh, it was really good. He basically just goes around and he talks about these stories of all these people he's done business endeavors in or people that he respects um throughout you know his business ventures that he's had and they basically just give their testimonials about you know how they endured what was the the crux of you know the heartache or the 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 obstacles that they faced you know while you know building their road to success and everybody you know he takes these little quips you know at the end of each section he takes these little um, nuggets from these people as far as how um what really sticks out and what gives them their X factor and what you should try to incorporate. And it's not like a basis of like, you need to do it exactly how they did it. It's more so of just like, hey, you know, take some of the little sauce that they sprinkled, you know, add it to your gumbo and see if it if it fits or not, you know? So it's really good, uh, really good. But one of the sections that was really, really interesting to me that really kind of piqued my interest in finishing the book is that um, he was speaking to Carlos Santana. So, you know, the, the famous uh, guitarist uh, and musician, um, he, it was so fascinating because when he was talking, when he was um, explaining his process of what he does, like he doesn't even practice anymore. Like this dude, like one of the most renowned guitarists, you know, of, you know, modern time, doesn't even practice anymore. He's like, I read, I do other stuff, I meditate. Like he's, trying to get centered like there was a quote let me see if i still got it. i gotta pull it up y'all there was a quote that he had that really resonated with me so carlos santana said as soon as as soon as i wake up i take a deep breath and before my feet touch the floor i'm very present and lucid and filled with thankfulness and gratitude for another day and that really stuck out to me because especially now man being presence, having presence of mind, um, you know, they call meditation being, you know, mindful, mindfulness. That's so important. And I try to meditate. It's not the easiest thing um, to get a groove of. You just yeah, got to stick with it. And it's getting better for me. But it was good to hear that coming from a musician and that look letting that be the process of like okay let me kind of reset let me just let me let my feet touch the floor that's crazy and just be here be there smell the roses you know what i'm saying and just be thankful 
And I think a lot of days, man, too many people, and myself included, the first thing I do when I get up, I'm checking my phone. I'm looking at the news. I'm trying to look at what the markets are doing. Like, I'm immediately bombarded with just information. And half the time, information that I'm probably not even going to retain by the end of the day. Like, it just goes into, like, some RAM, some random access memory that I might use at some other time. Like, you just sometimes you just, some facts just come to you or things in your recollection. Like, why the fuck do I know that? <laughs> like, like, when did I read that? It's like, you just read so much. You're just bombarded with so much, so much imagery. You know, if you're scrolling on Instagram or scrolling through Facebook, which I, got, I had to delete Facebook. I'm not even on Facebook anymore, man. Well, I'm still on there, but I deleted the app. Um, so I don't know. Somebody could be, could have hacked my shit. Um, so if anybody's talking shit, that is definitely not me. Unless if it makes you feel a certain way, then yeah, it's me. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, so like just getting back to being grounded, that really, really made me stop and think like, you know what? I need to start my mornings like that. And I'm not going to say it's been perfect, but I've been I've been trying to be more mindful of that. And just like, let me let me relax. Let me kind of connect before anything. And it's really, really helped. So that book, Rise and Grind by Damon John highly recommend it um it was really 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 fun read um i just started uh freakonomics um i think freakonomics um it's a book that i was recommended on another podcast or it just kept coming up actually i got it at a um i think i got it at goodwill i was just perusing the book out and i was like man this shit was there like five books why not uh, but anyway, not too much. I don't have too much on that. I probably read the first 20 pages and, um, it's kind of quirky, but I fuck with it. I'm just trying to expand myself. Uh, but the next book I really want to, uh, read is called Richest Man in Babylon. And I believe that is by, who was that by? That is by George S. Clausen. And, um, I was watching a, um, I was watching Cannon's class uh, with Nick Cannon, he interviewed Kanye. I mean, he's probably one of my favorite artists. You know, just his music. I, I love it. I really do. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of his music. Not so much for his later shit, but up into Dark Twisted Fantasy. And now I even have some respect for um, Yeezus and Life of Pablo. But, I mean, they ain't my favorite. They're not in the top. They're not in the top three. But... When it comes to what he what he says, I mean, it's I just I'm scared every time this motherfucker opens his mouth because he just says some of the craziest shit. But anyway, the podcast, whether whatever I felt about how they were, what they were talking about, I think they still have kind of like a a bubble around them in Hollywood where they 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 speak in a way where they're really not connected to the real world anymore. Um, and not to say that they're out of touch, it's just that you you want you plan on a different level. But then they're still talking about things that's affecting like a lot of people. Like this nigga's talking about running for president. So if you're trying to run for president and you're trying to do something for the people, you at least you would want to meet them on their level. But I don't think I just think he's too far gone to even do that. He's gonna have to do some. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I ain't gonna judge that man. But anyway, they were talking about a couple of books. A couple of books came up. Uh, actually, another one. Uh, it was Poweronomics. Uh, it's the National Plan to Empower Black America. That's by Claude Anderson. And I had that on my Goodreads for about maybe uh, almost two years. I don't even know 
when somebody had recommended it or I looked at some video on YouTube a long time ago and somebody was talking about that but um, they brought it up in their conversation on the canons class and I was like oh shit I already look I have not started reading this so I'm putting that on there but then they also started talking about the richest man in Babylon and I've been listening to an audiobook for uh, rich dad poor dad and um, that book was referenced in there too the author I can't think of his name, Robert Kobe, Kobe Saki or something like that, Koyasaki. And um, he mentions it as well. But yeah, I want to definitely start reading that. So Richest Man in Babylon, George S. Clausen, after I finish uh, Freakonomics, it's just a short read. I'll be getting into that one. So hopefully um, I can take some gems from that. Uh, but yeah, man, I've been reading a lot, listening to a lot too. Um, it's just, it's a I got some extra free time, me waking up early in the morning, getting that that workout in. I mean, usually I would listen to music, but um, really don't have anything that's like inspiring me right now. So why not just listen to some audiobooks in that regard? Plus, I got the train ride. I got some extra time doing that as well. Um, but that being said, I'm going to the next segment. I told y'all in the first episode I'm an avid gamer um, at heart I probably haven't been doing it in practice because I haven't really picked up my PlayStation like all month <laughs> like at all and like this is the biggest time to be a gamer right now like if I was a kid like I don't know what the fuck I, I don't remember a time like this you got the new Xbox coming out and they talking about like they being aggressive man that shit look very appealing because of the price then you got the playstation 5 dropping right and these things are dropping within days of each other like i think the xbox comes out in uh on november 10th and the playstation 5 drops on the 12th and then you got um you got uh oh man what else is going on oh you got nvidia dropping there like a new graphics card. I mean, I, I, I have a PC. I used to do PC gaming, but it's just a race you're never going to win. You They upgrade their shit like every year. And like, it's okay. But like the technology is like, oh, you can game in 8K and all that kind of shit. But like, is the game fun? Like, it looks beautiful, but like, is it just beautiful shit? <laughs> like, what can I do with it? Like, I don't care. Like, I remember like games used to look like shit. You know, and they were Mario. You know, all Mario games were classic. They even got a new Mario that dropped, and they got all his classic shit. They have Mario sixty four. You go back and look at that. That game is not graphically intense at all, but it's fun as fuck. Like that's what's important: gameplay. So, um, you got that going on the PC side, and then, um, yeah, man, these two systems dropping at the same time. Xbox talking about you can pay for the larger one. I mean, the the Xbox Series X, which is four hundred four ninety nine. And then you have the Series S, which is $299. And they're putting a plan on it where you can pay for it. You get Xbox Live. You get Xbox Game Pass, Ultimate Game Pass. You get a whole bunch of free games. You're not getting Halo because that don't come out yet. They had to delay that shit because of COVID or something. Um, but you get all of that for, at the lowest model, you get 25 bucks a month. I'm like, shit, that's actually pretty attractive. Like, I have an Xbox 
one and I barely play it. I just never really did. I mean, I got it because it was on sale. They had a special deal and it was a couple of games. Like I never played uh, Gears of War, but um, I got a chance. There was like a deal and I, I played all those games all together. And I got the Halos, the Halo Master Chief Collection, but I didn't even play that. So, uh, but I predominantly stick with the PlayStation 4. Um, but yeah, they got the, the lowest model being at $25. I'm like, man, that's, that's amazing. Like, that's cheap as hell for like a next gen console. And then PlayStation 5 is rolling out with the digital edition, which is going to be two, uh, $399, which is the same as what the PlayStation 4 came out in 2013. So adjusted for inflation is kind of cheaper. I mean, like you're talking about the same price. Talking about seven years later, paying for new technology, that's really competitive. So, the only problem is that you can't get the motherfuckers because they're like sold out. Like, I entertained it. I was like, let me see if I can pre order one of these things. You can't pre order shit. <laughs> like, everything, like the sites everywhere Target, Walmart, all that shit shut down. You can't order that anywhere. So I probably won't be getting mine until next year. Plus, I want, if, if I'm gonna be real, I'll get the PlayStation 5 with the, uh, the disk drive. Because, um, man, they announced that Spider-Man, that Miles Morales, that shit look horrid. I'm going to get that. And then um, I'm a big Devil May Crime fan. Just to let y'all know, Capcom, that's my, like, hands down, that's the best publisher, developer ever, in my opinion. I mean, I'm a big Street Fighter guy. I ain't even going to talk about that because I can make a whole separate podcast series about that shit. But... There, um, they got Devil May Cry 5 special edition coming out like on launch. I'm like, oh shit, I need that. And then they got um, God of War, God of War 2 or Ragnarok or whatever they're gonna call it. I gotta have that shit. The last God of War game was was magnificent, really good. I had to play that, I beat that, and then I played, I, I started a new game plus immediately after because it was so damn fun. Just throwing that axe. And always getting it back. This so satisfying. But anyway, that's that's the camp I'm gonna rock in. I I'm, I don't feel like being both systems because I, I don't have that. I don't have enough time to play all those games. I don't even know when I'm gonna get around to it. Uh, but yeah, it's a great time to be a gamer right now. Besides all the other shit is going on in the world, like it is euphoric to be <laughs> to be a gamer. Um, so I we'll see what happens. And so, um, with that being said, we'll go into our next segment. And uh, I wanted to, uh, well, I'll briefly touch on this. I wanted to uh, start doing some movie reviews. Um, but I got to be careful, man, with spoilers. I'm a, I'm a huge movie buff. And uh, the summer was trying to be salvaged, you know, after the, the, the what COVID destroyed of it. Um, you know, Christopher Nolan dropped uh, Tenet. Uh, which I do recommend. I actually saw it twice. I couldn't, I didn't understand it the first time. First of all, we were late because I was used to them, you know, showing previews, you know, before the movie started. So I'm like, man, they ain't going to be busy. There ain't no seats filled in here. We're going to be the only people in the theater. Why not? So I get there when the movie started showing. I'm like, this shit's already on. I'm like, oh, why feel like, oh, really? You just, I thought you had this prepared. I'm like, my bad. I didn't know. I'm sorry. So, Watched it uh, through. It was pretty cool. Um, the way Christopher Nolan, man, he, he talked. He there's so many of his movies centered around like time. The way he 
puts it into the plot and the narrative. This one, I'm still trying to uncover because he brings up a lot of things that I just wasn't aware of um, that I've had kind of research. But um, uh, me and my bro um, um, hit, up, hit it up again last weekend and uh, it kind of came a little bit more clear. I got to see the opening scene and just how it kind of, it really uh, wrapped up nicely. Um, I don't think John David Washington is the best actor for it though. It's almost how like I feel like how he like how Keanu Reeves is in The Matrix. Like Keanu Reeves is really not a good actor. I mean, he really isn't, in my opinion. I mean, but people have found good ways to put him in roles, you know, and shit. And for Neo, I mean, there was the story of The Matrix was so enthralling to begin with. You could could have put anyone there. I mean, originally Will Smith was put into the role, and I think if Will wasn't as I don't know, uh, egotistical. <laughs> I think he would have, if he was a little bit, you know, more modest and humble in how he he approached acting, he would have been a good uh, Neo. But anyway, the movie was so great in the same fact of how Tenet was that John David Washington, which is, this is Denzel Washington's son, um, he really didn't make the movie. The movie made itself. You know, anybody could be, he didn't even have a name in, in the movie. He's literally called the protagonist. Like, that's it. Like, he don't even have a name in the movie. Um, but he just, I don't know, man. He In Black Klansman, he was he was okay. But I think Adam Driver killed him in that as far as this in, in you know, in the acting department. Um, and, you know, he's on uh, Ballers with, uh, with The Rock on HBO. And I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. I feel like he's doing the same thing. And, like, he sounds just like his daddy. But, like, he just doesn't have that screen presence like them. Like, Denzel, in all actuality, Denzel is, like, the same guy in most of his movies. Like, he has the same, he brings the same acting chops. If you watch him in Hurricane, you watch him in Malcolm X, you watch him in Training Day, you watch him in Mo Better Blues, <laughs> Inside Man, uh, John Q, he kind of just always has this swagger where he's charming like even in training day when he was you know playing the bad guy like you couldn't help but love him you know in a way like you just or you wanted to be him you know what i'm saying and um but he just has such a presence where he can get away with that because he's actually elevating the movie himself you know you don't there's not a bigger movie than him you know I, I, he he is a he's a tentpole actor like he's going to be on the poster you don't just say that oh by the way he's in there like, that's how they advertise Tenet. They didn't say starring John David Washington. No, because the nigga ain't really established. In, um, like I told you how we lost Chadwick in the last episode. He he ain't in that caliber yet. And not saying that he can't be. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give him this. I'll give him this because I don't want to bash the dude. Like, because he's a decent actor. He's not horrible. The action is, is, is dope. He's... He knows how, and I watched some of the videos of his training and stuff, and what they're doing, especially in how they have some of the scenes. Like I don't even know how they choreograph this shit. It's weird. Like you don't know if it's going forwards or backwards, man. It's crazy. Um, but he sold it to me. I was like, oh shit! And you kind of hear the punches and and the, the kicks and the throws. It's it's pretty intense. Um, but I highly recommend y'all watch that. Uh, I, I'm a big big supporter of, of cinema. Um, I just love movies. I grew up on them, and I can't get out of that feeling of just wanting to see a you know a movie on a big screen. So it sucks 
that you know movies really ain't doing shit right now. Marvel just announced that uh, they pushing all of their more their movies back until like 2021. Like I heard that um, Black Widow man was supposed to come out. I think this May has been pushed back all the way to next May, man. That movie's like done. Like it was supposed to be out. Like it's completely done, and they're just like, nope, we ain't even gonna risk it. We're not gonna put it on Disney Plus or any of that shit. So yeah, it sucks. But, um, I don't know, maybe it'll be better in a year. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm kind of avoiding this part of the show because I just don't even want to talk about it. But we got to, man. Well, I got to just to, I don't know, make me feel at peace or just able to function in some ways. I know why you stopped me. I know why. Because I'm a poor black man in a black neighborhood on a black block. Y'all just want to bust my black head. Oh, no. You look suspicious. Pizza, bitch. Yeah, you look suspicious, and you definitely look black. Turn around. You know, the case of Breonna Taylor, um, this is a chick that was killed by the police force um, after a, uh, during a search warrant. I call it a raid. I don't know. And, uh, fortunately, she was killed. I don't want to go into the stories of the details, uh, well, the, the details of the story. Because um, uh, this is hard hard to think about. This is really it's really tough, man. Black folks, I know y'all are sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know y'all are, but this ain't nothing new. It's just that we got inter- internet now, and so many ways for information to get to us, we can just see it. But our ancestors have gone through worse. They had to sacrifice way more, and provide way more bloodshed than what we're dealing with right now they did you know they try to bury it under history books and just think you know make us think that slavery was something of a benevolent act and that they just came to their senses it's like you know what we don't need to be doing this anymore we're just going to let you negroes go on and have your own land and uh we'll be able to get along together Oh, but that's how that's how they taught us in the in the textbooks bro i mean like it's just like we just gotta we just gotta look past that shit apparently but i'm saying that and like being i'm laughing to, to keep from crying and all in all honesty but to see the, in this case a black woman lose her life and really not be explained why she had to perish you know these all these excuses and what i'm upset is that last week and I, I don't know, some people got on the hype chain where it was like, oh, man, we're having progress. You know, the the, the Louisville, the, the police department, they uh, paid out a settlement. And I think it, to the family, and I think it was like $12 million, $12 million. People were like, man, this is a sign of justice. We're going to get, you know, we all of this, you know, protests and, you know, this this awareness that we've we've done and passed this messaging on. They're getting the message. We're affecting real change, you know, and they get that payout. But. Which I don't know, man. That payout is the okie doke. The police department, they'll do the settlement, but they don't pay that money. The people pay that money. <laughs> oh, that's taxpayer revenue that will be used in order to pay out that settlement. Shit. The family paying part of themselves back. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no different than what Social Security is. Well, in some cases, Social Security, if you're in my age group, you might not be getting it back. Who knows? Especially the way that this government's spending money. Um, but that's the okie doke, man. 
That's like that ain't nothing. That really ain't nothing for them. They can they can do that. They talking about it's the the highest payout that they've ever had for um you know a police misconduct settlement. I'm like why are we celebrating that? Like that's that's the measure of success. Fuck that, man. I ain't mm, 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 not subscribing. But anyway, you know, people were like, you know, this is going to be real progress. I'm like, what's the punishment, though? Because the money, that ain't that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing for them. That's why it's so much. You know, like, what do you do with that? You can't even put that on a life. Like, if you lost your daughter, if you lost your sister, if you lost your mom, you lost your cousin, no matter of money, no amount of money is going to replace that, especially if they were needlessly, their life was needlessly ended. No money can replace them i don't care if it was a billion dollars i wouldn't i don't think justice would be served and what people learned today or yesterday is that it wasn't they indicted one of the cops so there's three officers that was part of the the um um like i said i call it the raid but it was a search warrant and even though it was a silent there was a no knock i'm like how you gonna have a no knock don't make no damn sense I'm not a police force, so I don't care if y'all don't if I'm not saying the right shit. But I, it don't make no sense to me on paper. So one of the cops gets indicted; the other two are off. And the premise of it is that they, the cops, were in their legal right of self-defense, just as the husband was or the boyfriend that shot back at them to protect themselves because he didn't know, like he didn't know who the hell. I'm sorry, man. I live in Texas. We are happily and proudly um like if you if you ain't got a gun in texas you're just not doing it right in all honesty and you better get you one um but you have the right to protect your family protect your house protect your property and everybody walks around respecting that to an extent i mean you don't want nobody to test you because the amount of guns in texas and how much crime is here most people it's like <laughs> what did they call uh during the um uh the atomic age or during the cold war mad mutually assured destruction that's what it that's what it is rolling around in texas you gotta think everybody gotta go everybody's strapped so you respectful <laughs> you know don't start no shit won't be no shit you know and this man was just protecting himself so apparently he was protected on a law the cops were protected as well in this case because shots were fired at them so they're claiming self-defense as well which okay i get that for the sake of argument whatever but the cop that got indicted was hit on i think one they said wonton endangerment i don't know what the hell that is i really don't i've had wonton soup it's really good you know you know if i'm trying to get some fried rice or something like that i don't know what wonton endangerment is but they got him for shooting the neighbor's house because apparently the girl, the, the one of the, the lady that lived next door, she was pregnant. So he endangered them and he was reckless on that. And I don't know. I don't know what the other couple was, if they were black or white. I, if I'm a betting man, I don't know all the facts, but I guarantee they weren't black. The neighbors weren't. But this dude is getting indicted, not because he shot and killed Breonna Taylor. Because they don't know there's not enough evidence for that. But no, because he shot into the other house. He was reckless in his aim. He just didn't go to the range enough. That shit don't make no sense, man. But it's legal. It's all part of the law. 
So these cops have legal defense. They didn't do anything unlawful. The boyfriend was basically protecting himself. They said he didn't do anything unlawful. But a black woman that had no criminal record, no basis for the warrant. I mean, did they find anything? Were there drugs on the premise? Like, did, I mean, like, at the end of the day, was was the, the search warrant warranted? Did they find the shit that they were looking for? Was there a probable cause? I don't think there was. And she has lost her life for that. And it's like, at this point, who, who do you, justice cannot be served. Like, how... If you're faced with that information, like I can only imagine what the family is feeling. Like the money that they got is a slap in the face. I would rather have justice than that money. I would. I, it's so hard to think about that, man. And of course, the cycle continues, guys. There's protests in the streets. People are mad. Shit's been happening since fucking <laughs> Martin Luther King died. You know, just, you're right. And this is an election year, man. Best believe, bro. Look, this shit ain't been working so far with these protests. And you're destroying your neighborhoods. They're not getting the message. They're not. You obviously see that they're not. They're not trying to do any shit. Any, anything. Like, they said, oh, we're going to, you know, put in some police reforms for the next time. The next nigger that we kill you know, then we'll, we'll have proper justice. We'll make sure that we, you know, we require an officer to be responsible for issuing a warrant. It won't just be nebulous. What the fuck, bro? Like, it's... Whew. All right. All right. I'm back. I think I'm back. <sighs> but yeah, this is the cycle that they want. So especially in an election year, this is what they want. They want this. They want the dissension. They want the uprest. They want the emotion. Because the more that they drive this anger, the more that they're increasing the wedge and the and creating the motivation for people to go out in the polls. And the bases know, like the, the, the politicians know who they need to focus on. And look, I don't care which way you lean. I don't care if you consider yourself independent um <laughs> uh shit republican democratic vegan gluten free i don't give a fuck but this shit is so theatrical like they want it to be the media goes on their frenzy they're looking for any type of news story that they can follow like the narrative is like it's cheap man it's just voyeuristic like they're just waiting for it. They're like, and and like the, the police department knew. They were like, look, we gonna wait. Like they didn't, they didn't announce this early in the morning. They waited until late in the afternoon. They said they want to make sure they were already barricading the shit. As soon as you saw that these motherfuckers were being protected, you know, having police, you know, policemen show up in full protected gear, you already knew what it was. You already knew. This is the thing. They know. They know. They know what they doing. They know it's fucked up. So, look. Again, with this, I said this with Chadwick passing last episode. It's it's hard. It's really hard to see people that look like you 
that look like your family, you know, look like your loved ones perishing like this is so disheartening and in some ways it's scary. I'm scared. I've been in so many, every, I don't know a black person that hasn't had some type of encounter with the police that their life, they felt that their life could be ended, that there was a sense of powerlessness and I have an experience. I don't feel like sharing it right now because, I mean, that's not what this is about. But we have to stay steadfast in our in, in ourselves. Being present. Be present in the moment. I know it hurts, but take that energy and try to be use it in such a positive way. If you feel like you want to go vote, and that's going to be your basis of, of making some changes, by all means, vote. I'm not going to discourage that. There's been plenty of people in our, our, our cultural ancestry that have sacrificed their lives for that right. So if you feel like you want to honor that, I encourage you, exercise it. If you don't, I'm not going to knock you for that. But one thing you don't, need to do is sit on your ass and complain about the shit you need to be doing something about it i know i am but i'm gonna keep it 100 this is fifth amendment man this is broadly specific i'm gonna be broad i'm doing my shit but i ain't gonna be specific on this one man i'm doing my own thing i'm taking this energy and i'm making it as positive as hell actually you know what you're getting a little bit of the sauce this podcast is part of the sauce i want if anything, I want to spread positive vibes for everyone. Give someone a sense of hope, a sense of connection, um, you know, in their lives, man. Whether you're listening to this in your car, listening to on the plane. Well, nobody's flying right now. Listen to on the train. Listen to while you're at the gym or at home, whatever, man. Just positivity is something that I will always provides you on this podcast you we need it man there needs to be a balance and with all the chaos and all the shit that 2020 has been full of positivity is needed more than ever so if you got a grind if you got a passion if you got a creative pursuit um you got a hobby lean into that shit right now man anything that you can do to move forward I implore you to do it. The time is now. Don't just sit on your ass and waste it away because we see how precious it is. If you think black lives matter and you're black, make your life matter. Do something that it matters to you. Do it for yourself. Do it for your parents, your brothers, your children, whatever, man. Like, live that shit. Don't put it in a fucking tweet. Don't be... (laughs) Dude, I, I swear to God, bro, there's this chick that is <laughs> dancing. This chick is twerking with a Black Lives Matter sign not too far from my neighborhood. Like, every day she is out there. She is popping it, bro. And I'm just like, I can't look away. But the message, <laughs> I'm looking at the message. <laughs> oh, gosh, she's getting a good workout for that. Anyway, I need to end the show. Um, thank you for all the support. Um, I'm really surprised with all of the um, listeners I'm getting, man. I can see my metrics, and I actually got a little audience. So 
I'm glad that y'all are being entertained. Uh, I plan to do this even more. This is really, really, really fun for me. Um, and uh, like I said, it keeps me, it's therapeutic. It, it, it makes me um, make sure that I'm, I'm using my time wisely and um, in a positive fashion. So one thing I, I'll say that I'll leave with this is just, you know, again, try to be present in that moment. I'll say it again, man, uh, with, with Carlos Santana again. When y'all wake up tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, get this in your brain. As soon as I wake up, I take a deep breath, and before my feet touch the floor, I'm very present and lucid and filled with thankfulness and gratitude for another day. Lord didn't have to wake your ass up. He didn't have to. But if you can see that sun, you better be thankful. You really better be thankful. Because you didn't have to see that. That's a gift. All right? So, um... Uh, make sure you can hit me up on social media. Um, you can hit up, hit us up on Twitter, Twitter at, at, at fifth underscore uh, amend. That's F I F underscore A M E N D. And then also on Instagram at fifth amendment. That's F I F A M M E N D M M E N T. So just keep the conversations uh, and topics going. Um, and if y'all um, have anything to talk about, you know, give me feedback on, on, uh, on the podcast. I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts. So uh, thanks for taking the time to listen to Broadly Specific. Could have listened to anyone else, but you decided to listen to some BS. So I appreciate it, partner. Peace.